This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. When you hear the words Tesla and Ludacris, you think of its crazy speed boost feature. But now Ludacris seems like a better way to describe its stock price. A year ago, $500 a share seemed outlandish. But yesterday, Tesla's stock closed at $780 a share, a jump of 20% in one day. The company's stock surged after Panasonic revealed that its battery joint venture with Tesla is profitable for the first time. Now $1,000 a share doesn't seem that far-fetched for the EV maker. But even that is on the low end. Investment firm ARK Invest forecasts that Tesla will hit $7,000 a share by 2024. And that's not even its most optimistic scenario. In its bull case, it says Tesla could reach $15,000 a share. And if that's not ludicrous, I don't know what is. And get these numbers. Tesla now has a market capitalization of $140 billion. If it hits $1,000 a share, it'll be worth $180 billion. At $7,000, it'd be worth $1.2 trillion. And at $15,000 a share, it'd be worth $2.7 trillion. But before you get too caught up in all of this, keep in mind that Wards is reporting Tesla sales in the U.S. market dropped 65% last month. A couple of months of bad sales could easily send those shares tumbling. But most automakers had a pretty good month in the U.S. market. The numbers look better than the analysts were forecasting. The SAR, or Seasonally Adjusted Annual Rate, came in at $16.8 million versus $16.7 million the year before. Automakers sold 1.130 million vehicles versus 1.133 million a year ago, so sales were only down 0.2%. Even though GM no longer reports sales on a monthly basis, Ward's Intelligence says it believes GM had a strong month, possibly with large fleet orders, as the company is pulling out all the stops to regain the sales it lost from that 40-day UAW strike last fall. And here's where the numbers really start to get interesting. According to ALG, or Automotive Lease Guide, automakers cut their incentives 1.3%, but average transaction prices, or ATPs, were up 2%. Ward says part of the reason they could do that is that inventory levels are at a six-month low. Automakers have not scheduled any increase in production, so it looks like they're going after better margins instead of higher sales. Even so, with sales strong and incentives down, Ward says we could see an upside surprise in sales this year. And here's our AutoLine insight, or maybe we should call it our AutoLine observation. As long as the economy is healthy, car sales never go down during a presidential election year. We've got a quick follow-up to yesterday's story about Hyundai suspending production at the Palisade in South Korea. Now the company is halting production at most of its factories in its home country due to part shortages caused by the coronavirus outbreak in China. Some of the plants will restart production next week. But this is a blow to Hyundai since 40% of its global production output comes from South Korea. While Toyota sure believes in fuel cell technology, 
We've seen cars, semi-trucks, buses, and forklifts from Toyota. And now it developed a fuel cell system for boats. It fitted a modified version of the Mirai fuel cell system into a 31-meter or roughly 100-foot former racing catamaran boat. The system was made more compact to make it suitable for marine applications. The boat also features a mix of renewable energies, highlighted by solar panels nearly covering its entire upper deck, and an onboard system that produces hydrogen from seawater. The boat is on a six-year mission, which started in 2017, to travel around the world, and was only fitted with the Toyota system at the end of last year. So it's going to be at least another three years before we'll see a system like this available to the rest of the boating world. And Kia released a couple of teaser sketches of the all-new Sorento. The fourth-gen model is the first to be built on the company's new midsize SUV platform. It will offer a hybrid option for the first time and will also be available with advanced driver assistance systems. Kia didn't share many details, but we'll learn more in early March when it's unveiled at the Geneva Auto Show. But if you'd really like to see more, do a search. I saw that there are some uncovered spy photos circulating around the Internet. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. And by Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. We have a little bit clearer picture of when General Motors' autonomous unit crews will begin using those autonomous shuttles called Origin for public ride hailing. Auto Forecast Solutions reports that GM will start making the Origin at its Hamtramck plant in Detroit starting in November of 2022. That suggests it'll go into service sometime in 2023. Auto Forecast also says GM canceled plans to start making the second generation of the autonomous cruise AV in favor of making the Origin instead, but it will continue making the first-generation car. By the way, that Hamtramck plant is where GM is going to build its all-new generation of electric vehicles, including the Hummer. Renault is refreshing all versions of the Megane. No real changes in exterior styling, but it does get new LED headlamps, and the interior is reworked and modernized. It features new larger display screens, as well as new driver assistance systems. There's more options under the hood. A plug-in hybrid is now available, which mates a 1.6-liter four-cylinder gas engine with two electric motors. A 9.8-kilowatt-hour battery pack feeds the motors and provides an estimated range of up to 50 kilometers based on the WLTP test cycle. That converts to roughly 27.5 EPA miles. A new RS model replaces the GT line and features a 300-horsepower, 1.8-liter turbocharged engine mated to either an automatic or manual transmission. The new Megane will go on sale this summer. Corvette fans will be happy to know that production of the new mid-engine VET started yesterday, and shipments to dealers will start late this month or early in March. And be sure to join us for AutoLine After Hours this Thursday. The show will be all about design because our special guest is John Manoogian, a former GM designer and the current director of design at the Quadrobot Corporation, which is an EV startup in the Detroit area. So if you have any questions, send them our way to viewer mail at autoline.tv. That's this Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. But that's it for today. Hope you enjoyed today's show. And if you did and think we earned it, 
give a like or subscribe. And if you'd like to learn even more of what AutoLine is doing, follow us on social media.